It's Listener Request Month on the Movie Crew Podcast, and tonight we talk about One Cut of the Dead. You no trouble. Me, fifth element. You will be a weapon. You will be a minister of death, praying for war. But until that day, you are cute. Sound off like you got a pair. Podcast, the Movie Crew Podcast, Movie Makers Talking Movies. We're your host, I'm editor Brian Elkins. With me here tonight, cinematographer Jared Callen. How you doing, Brian? <gasps> Palm. I am good. Oh, Palm! <laughs> you must say. <laughs> Had to escape out of that quickly. We also have with us director of photography, Mike Griggs. Hi! Me, Jason. <laughs> Wrong movie, Mike, but I appreciate it. <laughs> hey. Oh, oh, hey, hey, Brian. Hey. Hey, hey. And we also have with us costume designer Kristen Jones. Uh, hello. Hey, hey. Here we are talking about One Cut of the Dead from 2017. This is from... Oh, wait. Who, who requested this? Joel Santisan? Good old Joel? Yeah. Joel. Good old Joel. That's Good right. Joel. I, I'm remembering this right now. He requested Godzilla Minus One this year, and we all hadn't seen that. Yeah, so it, yeah. so instead of like actually giving the people what they want, we, we do a different film this year, which is really great. So it's uh... no, he requested this from last year, Jared. <laughs> oh, oh, we're digging into the archive. Yeah, yeah, you're not getting me in trouble mm. on this one. Don't worry, Joel. We're going to get to that Godzilla film eventually. Eventually, minus one, minus color. I could watch that trailer all fucking day for that lady's voice. God damn, it's awesome. Did you get a chance to see it in black and white yet? No, I didn't get a, a <sighs> chance to. Yeah. Okay, all right, we'll give it time. We'll give it time. Yeah. Baby steps. All right, but zombies, low budget zombies. zombies. Here we go. Woo! Did you guys I, know I anything about like, this? I, that's what I was just gonna say because I did not. I don't think I saw the trailer. I saw like the first like four seconds of the trailer because IMDb just autoplays that shit. And you change the channel. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. I was done. I'm gonna. I, I've already chosen to watch it. I don't need to know more about it. But I did read the uh, the description of. Filmmakers trying to make a zombie movie and then a zombie apocalypse actually happens. I was like, okay, that's an interesting concept. I can get behind that. I thought Brian was joking uh, when he he was like, "This is uh, next week's movie," and he sent me a link to the trailer. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> really? And he's like, oh yeah, for real. You'll, you'll like it. I promise. And I'm like, mm. he's like, just gotta just gotta get past that first thirty seven minutes, bro. And I, <laughs> that is true. 
<laughs> it is true though. <laughs> like the first 37 minutes, I, I didn't really know anything about this. It, and I was like, okay, we can, this is all right. It's okay. It's okay. Like trying to find something about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I spent uh, at least half of the, uh, the first movie, I'll call it the first movie. I spent half of it being like, Okay, are they handing off the camera in this moment? Um, all right. Yes, I was doing like, the same thing, Mike. Did he just did, – did they – like that part when they go sprinting across the room to open the door on the other side and the camera goes down the stairs to go up the stairs? I'm like, did they pause because they needed to give the camera guy time? Dude. Just like watching all of like the live production type things happen while they're doing this freaking crazy gimmick. Yeah, all of my notes uh, at, on my first like part of watching, I'm like, okay – the shot before, <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> like, right. Like, 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 the, the guy goes like, "Who found this place, anyways?" Is that that's uh, this is perfect for a horror film? I was like, that pan over to the downstairs could be a cut, you know, like, and I was, yeah, like, yeah, I was yeah, watching yeah, these moments. I'm I like, was looking for right, those this too. is a yep. this is a moment where they could have paused or like they, when they land on something just for a second <laughs> and they come off of it. But also those awkward moments where it feels like they were taking a second take or like you know everybody's just kind of standing there. You're like, uh, what what the fuck's happening? <laughs> The urge was real. You know, you know how when you, you oh yeah, every, man, everyone the here as, a, as, a, as like a video creative, whenever you hand somebody like your phone, hey, watch this thing that I did, and every time somebody will touch the screen to see how long it is. I, I did that like five times, waiting on that thirty-seven minutes. I was like, oh, how deep am I? <laughs> when is the camera oh, going to stop moving? Like at least you knew that it was thirty-seven minutes because I thought that was the movie. Oh, oh you're like, insane. oh, I'm in for an hour oh, and a half of this insane. shit. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, same too. Yeah, and when they start rolling the credits, minutes. it's just like, wait, what the fuck oh, is no, happening? What the fuck? Right what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Where are they going to go from here? I'm so confused. It, it just rewinds. <laughs> <laughs> what is going? That on? is legitimately. I was like, oh, they're not going to go as, do this again, are they? Now, twelve minutes in, I was like, this is still one fucking take. Holy shit! Little did I know. No, I, I got to uh, where the guy gets uh, bit by the zombie and then puked on. And I was, oh, yeah. like, I was like, hold on a second. And then I fucking went back to the beginning <laughs> and watched it all the way up to there again. I was like, yeah, it's all it's all one take. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's so I actually I don't think I noticed that it was one take, but I there were like many, many moments that I was like, why haven't they cut this? Out? <laughs> why is this in here? <laughs> like, are they going for like extreme realism, which is funny, like, like, especially thinking of like the makeup scene where she's like, oh, do you do any, you know, do you have any hobbies? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the I randomness mean, of that. Like, I mean, yeah, okay, but like, why is this in here? And the weird pause they have after that. Like, I wrote that down. I was like, actors tend to pause and have awkward moments. <laughs> like, what, what, what is this? What is because happening? It was- it was this mix of like, yes, this extremely like random, like boring stuff like that. I mean, kind of interesting, but kind of boring. But also like at the beginning when the director's like screaming at her and Dude. like, I was like, okay, this is now we've gone over the top though. Cause like this doesn't actually happen. Like that was crazy. I mean, it was, it was, I did kind of laugh at that. It was really funny but it was so, because it was so over the top. I don't know. I, that, that actual moment of like William F- freaking style of fucking directing actually brought emotion out of that girl in that moment, at least in, in the film version of it there. So, right, uh, right, yeah, right, right. So he's like, this is what you need to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, OK, so I we've always heard stories about directors acting like that. And uh, I think what like Hitchcock is known for that style. But like, I've never actually like witnessed it. Like, that's not <laughs> something like I don't think that's allowed on sets nowadays. <laughs> No, Mike, Mike and I were in a set one time where the director was smacking the actor to get him to get him going. Oh yeah, 
Oh, wow. Okay, so no, maybe it does happen. I have never witnessed anything, anything close to that. Did he deliver yeah. a great performance? Um, sure. Was it worth all those smacks in the face? No, but like I was like, holy shit, this director, this director's unhinged. <laughs> it does make you fall in love with like this, the, I don't know, the whole low-budgetness of the movie. Like having to sit through that first like 30 minutes – and then when you get into the real movie and you get to see like why all the why everything Dude. is is it's so slow, why it's so bad, why people are looking off camera. The cue cards are fucking fantastic. They really yeah, are. Yeah, they are. Holy this, shit, yeah, they are. This movie is is a love letter to fucking filmmaking. Mm-hmm. Like like this movie makes me want to make movies. This mo- this movie, like I was like, oh, I, I've been, every one of us on, on, in this podcast have been in these situations. Yep. Like yep. like like yep. It, it, yep. It, it speaks to me on a fucking like visceral level. Even, even in that, yes. in every fucking level, in the, the beginning of it, with fucking how terrible the movie is, I'm like, oh oh. So it, it makes me hate it. And then it makes me love it. <laughs> and then it makes me like, even to the point where like the ending shot where that fucking, where, where, the, where the, it's so shaky when you see the star and I'm like, okay, this is good. And I'm like, this is, this is terrible. Right. But at the end, when we fucking find out how that happens, they make me take this fucking terrible shot that I hate and they make me love it. <laughs> and they make me fucking have feels because you know what? I learned this with you, dad. Like, I got, ah! like, <laughs> how dare you make me hate like, uh, like, like shitty camera shots. <sighs> yeah, I started yeah, tearing it's... up a little at the end. Yeah, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, so did I. It, yeah. Okay, I did not. But um, it did. <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. <laughs> oh, no you have no heart. Savage, <laughs> Savage Krista didn't cry to that the heartwarming Savage. moment. Oh. <laughs> but it did make me. I, it did make me fall in love with filmmaking again. I was like, like I had to like stop and remember, like when was the last time I genuinely had that much fun. Yeah. on set oh, and because yeah. I feel like Hell when I yeah. was making short films in high school I fucking loved it I had the best time and when I was making short films in college like it was still fun but like that's when people start taking themselves too serious mm. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's the look yeah. it's the look yeah. on their face at the end that got me like when 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 yeah. they when they called cut and everybody's so happy that's exactly like being on a fucking mm-hmm. film because during the middle of it you're like in battle you're in yeah. fucking war you're like what the fuck am I doing why am I doing <laughs> this and then when you look back on it later when you're all having your fucking shitty beer at the end and you're like man that was kind of cool wasn't it you know like like yeah i had the same feeling at the end of this movie i was like oh yeah that was kind of cool wasn't it (laughs) well that's that's one of the brilliant things of this movie is that it earns your love for the shittiness of the of the first part of watching the thing and then after we've seen this whole movie about behind the scenes the credits is the actual behind the scenes of them shooting the first part and i fucking wanted to watch the entire thing again i was was like like magic all of this i literally just watched a whole movie about this and i want to watch it again yes yes give it to me that was some super meta deep shit dude yeah it was like they had and then you actually see right what's the most important thing in shitty film is a goddamn fucking sound guy, sound. a fucking goddamn real motherfucking sound, sound guy. You, everybody, you fucking like take this fucking for granted. Like the most important person on set on an indie film is one motherfucker usually, and it's the fucking sound guy. Which I thought was really funny that the sound guy in the movie was like just kind of idly sitting by. In the my first take, I was like, the fucking sound guy is just sitting there <laughs> watching all this shit go on. But you didn't know he's he's about to shit his pants, <laughs> dude. <laughs> Yeah, retconning his trying to sneak away and oh. <laughs> well, in that whole moment you don't know what's going on. Yeah, you know? yeah, like... exactly. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, he's he runs out. And he's like, no, ah, stop, let go of me. And you're like, oh, he, he's getting eaten by a zombie off screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the next time he's like, no, let go of me. I need to go to the bathroom. 
Dude, when the poor makeup girl has to like put makeup on him while he's like squatting in the bushes. <laughs> the director goes up to him, don't cry, don't cry. Don't cry, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, 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 go ahead, now's the best time. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, just hurry up. You'll cry the makeup off, right? <laughs> and the family story is like, oh man, that, that stuff is, it, it does work really well. That stuff's hard to do. And they only have like an hour to tell that, really. Right, yeah. Yeah. Because what, what is the runtime of this one? It's like 133 or something. It's short. Yeah, and it's that's a solid even, that's even with That's even with multiple credits. <laughs> yeah. And then, a, and then like an opening. Yeah, that's true. Because <laughs> after the credits roll, then there's like a total, like it's kind of like a TV spot or something in between. Oh, no, it's a, it's a flashback of how the director knows. Oh, it, all right, what now? The actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, it's the director who's playing the director who's yeah you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's him directing and uh like the drunk actor is the main actor in that spot and that's how he comes to get the commercial or the uh, okay. zombie thing yeah. uh yeah it, it's it's him it's it's it, it is a commercial spot but it's showing how a lot of the people know each other and also how he gets okay. um the zombie whatever we're calling this is it's not like just, a pilot but whatever it is yeah it's, it's a, just it's so in tone special it's it so is it is it feels right when it happens you know it was like okay and it's also it, it it's it's a it's kind of like a good brain reset to like okay like yeah you just went through some shit we understand now here we go <laughs> <laughs> this dude's gonna cry for real but yeah not don't real. worry yeah <laughs> bro how, how they weave like the the director and his daughters like relationship into it like like i just love that there's so many layers to this film that, that seems so like surface level and then it just gets deeper and deeper yeah i thought it was a really nice way for the daughter and her, both of her parents to kind of all mm. come together and work together and develop they all because they were also just like developing their own passions together um, the mom always wanted to be an actress and the daughter mm-hmm. had some control issues and was working through that, I think. And <laughs> she, she's also a director at heart. You know? Yeah. I mean, she's a little, a little too much heart in there. <laughs> I mean, if you're a PA screaming at kids on set, you're probably not going to last on that set very long. Let's be honest, everyone. Well, she had the idea that saved the whole day. So, Oh yeah, no, that, that, that was a fucking brilliant, like, now they can do literally anything that goes wrong so she can she can come in and fix it like what a perfect character and yeah. you care about all of the things that are happening with all of them too because you've built this family dynamic and we've seen all the things yeah the problem isn't that she doesn't have good ideas she's seems to be very uh smart and capable and all of the really good things it's that she doesn't know how to communicate and talk to people and treat them like people <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah no I that's think she, the issue she treats, she, i think she's treating people like people like I, like if that mom hadn't interrupted like what she was telling that little girl, you know, she was trying to get that little girl in character, no. man. Come on, you know, she's like, I'm just, like, you need you to fucking reach back, find this moment. You know? like, yeah, that is not how you speak with children. Cut that to is not she's no. Okay, okay, Chris, and that's right. You're supposed to give them a toy and then steal it away from them and be like, all right, no. <laughs> I've worked on sets with children. This is not how you handle children. I've also worked with children in general. <laughs> No. I don't know. She was getting ready to relate to that girl. She was getting ready to tell her uh, some story about how was she yeah. was in the fifth grade and something terrible. Sense recall, man. Come on. We need that. No. Like fucking, went... there's, no, there's no truth in your art, Kristen. <laughs> no. I would actually really like to hear what she was about to tell that little girl before yes. she was interrupted. That little girl did not need to hear it, but I was interested in hearing it. 
It was probably a story about how, like, some kid tore up her fucking uh, uh, favorite uh, coloring book color page. I don't know. Whatever. Some stupid thing like that. I don't know. I was I was low key expecting her to like start reciting the uh, plot to Christmas Story. <laughs> like when I was in fifth grade, I wanted this gun and I didn't get it, and then I licked a pole and like what the fuck but are I you talking say, about? <laughs> I will say it is reassuring that it's yes a PA trying to make this little kid cry instead of the mom trying to make the kid cry. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's fair. The mom that, was doing was nice. her mother the mom duty. It was protecting like, the you, child. What are you talking? What are you talking about to my kid? No way. <laughs> she she maybe takes things a little too far, maybe going a little too the artsy way. But her dad is too much of a pushover. What are you, fast, cheap, and average is this thing, right? Fast, cheap, and average. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I think that's what's great about the film. Like you know, together, like they, I think they understand. Like we need to be in the middle, you yes. know. And that's what yeah. happens at the end. Yeah. Mom is yeah. just gonna. She's gonna be cr- she's gonna be a crazy big actress, but <laughs> dude, and I, I, she didn't really no. get a resolution or a wrap up. <laughs> yeah. But they also show that, right? It takes a fucking team. It takes a it crew does, yeah. to make a movie. And you, sometimes you got to put your fucking snotty-nosed little fucking talent, your actor, in their fucking place so they become a part of the pyramid, too. And you guess what? You're not at the top of the pyramid either, bitch. Like, <laughs> oh, this felt very personal. What's going on, Jared? <laughs> Kristen, you know. You fucking know. I don't know. I think that Welcome pyramid, to the movie crew after dark. That pyramid was like your set hierarchy. The director was at the top, then your lead yeah. actor and your producer. Uh, I don't know. Then your crew, PAs, and you know, makeup people. Uh, I don't know, Jared. It's literally yeah. the filmmaking pyramid, yeah, That's right. Yeah, you, you got to get that one crew member that keeps falling. Get the fuck out of here. Okay. You got to do it yourself. Who was that? They kept falling over. I didn't recognize them. They just cannot was. sit in one spot. Like, come on, man. I didn't recognize the crew member. You only really see their ass. <laughs> yeah, like all those up the stairs shots. It's just straight ass. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I was like, are, are we just, are we supposed to like this booty? What's going on here? Because we're just all up in it. I feel okay, there was, there was one of those, though, where the camera moved down to her calves, and I was like, holy shit, she's looking so muscular. <laughs> Like, yeah, I had not fair. realized how muscular she was until they just did a close-up of her calves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for the first 20 minutes of the uncut movie, I was, like, legitimately questioning, is the camera actually there? Is this a camera person walking around? Like, because nobody's interacting oh, with yes. it, but everybody's interacting with all the rest of it. And, like, no, they interact with to fig- twice. Which is amazing. Well, yeah, yeah, I was actually really confused when the director broke the fourth wall and spoke to the camera because I was like, "Is this just like a nod, or is this like right? A, you know, uh, like a is this an actual like character?" I was really confused. Yeah, I love that. And then when and then when you find out why the camera style changes. Uh, oh yeah, man, <laughs> that was that was one of my favorite parts. I was because I literally said it. I was like, "Why did we just start zooming every every time we're, <laughs> we're going into close-ups now?" Up. Yeah, and there's so much movement, you know, and like thinking about flo- how every- like pump punch ins. <laughs> right, right. Why is everything crazy floaty? Why is it zoom, 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 zoom? And like this person is just like standing in front of the zombie. What's going on? <laughs> just waiting. <laughs> yeah, that's what it felt like every time. Let's like, turn uh, around and see where the zombie is, but let's crash zoom into it. Yeah, and, and let's, let's take another take of that. You know, yeah, like, <laughs> like we 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 understand the geography just by panning around and seeing where they are. You can then pan and run. Like, why are you zooming? I'm so confused. I do love that when when she picks up the the uh, the camera and then they t- they're running and you're behind the person and then and they like pan left back and you see the zombie running and they come back. Yeah, it, it, it's that moment is like perfect. 
I like it when you're, uh, you actually see the credits at the end. You're, you're seeing the actual cameraman that's actually shooting that. And they're like, yeah. during that scene where they're changing the cameraman, uh, there's oh, somebody yeah. bringing him some water. Fucking water. And he's like, okay. He's like slamming <laughs> shots Slam. of water, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah this shit's all great. planned out. I just, I want to oh, know, 100%. like, did you guys look up behind the scenes in this? How many takes did it take? Four. That wow. was four. That was four. Wow. But they shot that it only shot. over eight days, right? It was like. Did I make that up? Wasn't it eight days that they shot it? But the rest of it is, as well? That's crazy. Oh, I'm not 100% sure. Um, so this was like actually part of a class, like an acting, directing workshop. Holy shit. And the director that, um, what's his name? Wow. Shinji Shiro, whatever. I can't, I'm not, I can't even pronounce his name. The, Ueda? Di- the actor director or the no, actual the, director? The actual the director. He put, he put together this workshop, and then everybody that came to the workshop... They paid money, right, for the workshop, and he used that to film this movie, and all the actors are from people from that class. Holy shit. The entire movie, not just the 37-minute uncut part? Yeah, the entire thing. That's pretty dope. So these people paid to produce their own movie. Or something. <laughs> hey man, yeah, they did. Part of here. <laughs> <laughs> they did get their money back, though, because uh, this this was a, a, a hit. So much so it spanned. It's, it, there's a sequel. Wait, what? Yeah. Two, two cuts of the dead. One cut of the dead spinoff in Hollywood. What? <laughs> I didn't know about that. I, I knew about the pandemic one called uh, Remote Mission or Mission Remote or something like that. Oh, wow. No. By the same people? Because yeah. that one I just mentioned is by the same. Uh, it's written by this, this director. Yeah. I think. Shinichiro. Yeah. yeah. The director said he wanted to make something during the, uh, the pandemic to make people smile. And then they remade this in France, and it's called Final Cut. And the it's one with French. Robin Williams? No. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, it was right there. I mean, clearly, that movie definitely needs to be remade, obviously. <laughs> That's what I'm hearing. Uh, you know, I'm that just, classic. I'm trying to make sure we're all on the same No, 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 no. That was the final cut, guys. Come on. No, I can't remake the final cut. But it does. It looks the same, just with a bigger, uh, bigger budget. Hmm. And it looks like they and, it's the same like the you know the old lady that's got that really bizarre like raisin face. Yes. The TV producer, yeah. The short one yes. with the producer, yeah. It looks like she's, she's also sh- I, I, I swear to god, they either got You can't recast her, bro. They got another older her. Asian lady that looks just like her or it's the same the same lady is in the French version <laughs> in the trailer. Her, her, her line she, at the she's end is so interesting looking. Yeah, her line at the end, she's like, oh, she's like, great, no problems at all. No <laughs> problems at all. <laughs> like, holy shit, lady. Perfect. <laughs> you, yep. you texted and slept through half of it. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, right, right. So I have two things, actually. But the first is that this was actually based on a play also. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Uh, because... I thought there was a lawsuit, but I think there was just like a back and forth, and he thought it, it, the director of this film agreed to credit the playwright. Hmm. Um, I don't think there was an actual no, like I have no like as an inspiration. I think like mm. based on, um, I don't think there was an actual lawsuit, which is kind of how it was reading. Um, but then the other thing about the old lady, um, the producer lady, uh, were your subtitles um, questionable? No. What do you mean In questionable? Yeah. Uh, all of the, when she spoke, all of the L's were changed to R's. Oh, really? Mine. No. Oh, what did you watch? Oh, is that, uh, I it on Amazon. Is, it, is that a weird French thing? <laughs> uh, no, it was hmm. on. I watched it on archive.org because it oh. was online for free. And so I watched it there. And um, 
I looked it up, but apparently a lot of other people also had this because they were trying to figure out if it was racist or not. <laughs> like, are they trying to say that she has a heavy accent? Yes, yes, that was wow. the discussion. Was oh, does she have an accent? Oh my god, <laughs> what is amazing. going that on? Is fucking fantastic! <laughs> How do you spell out an accent? Yeah, yeah. Change the letters. No, I watched it on AMC <laughs> Plus, and this. I did not. I don't recall seeing that. Or if, if it was, then it was Here, just I'll so in the character that I was just like, holy shit. Shots. It was, no, because, oh, there was one also where she says something like the word future and they capitalize the R. And so I was like, that's, that's what I <laughs> what? was like, wait, what is going on? It's more like a terrible transcriptionist. Uh, no, like, no, 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 no. It was only her character. All of the rest of the transcription was fine. It. Here, I'll send you here. Look. That's because uh, whoever was transcribing, it got, got stuck like staring at her face. And they were like, oh, she looks so interesting. Look at her. They couldn't look back down at the yeah. keyboard because <laughs> they, like, they oh, needed to lock, when they can type oh, that. What fun. the fuck? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, it, it was it was only her character. It was explosions. Yeah, that's Here what I'm there saying. are two it, explosions. <laughs> yes. No, I did not explosions. see that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, like, did fucking uh, Trey, Trey Parker and Matt Stone fucking write the goddamn oh my God. subtitles. <laughs> and the other thing too is um, I saw that the, who, the whoever did the subtitles was like very dis- like displayed in the credits and i was like usually if you're gonna do something that's like racist like that you hide your name you don't like advertise yourself <laughs> <laughs> which again made me wonder <laughs> like, that's, fair. that's fair like what's yeah, going on here maybe she has an accent in her uh, native japanese you know so that's mm, that's what that's, i was wondering yeah. was Whoa, was it like a japanese dialect like like they were clearly yeah. making fun of her character I don't know why they chose to make fun of it. Like, in this, like, but how else would you get that across if she does have an accent? Um, she yeah. is like the wealthy producer that no one, you know, really it's likes. It's the same thing in Snatch, where it was like the subtitle said, indis- you know, indistinguishable. Indistinguishable. <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. Right, because yeah. you can't, because like the, this is every, on the internet's, the internet's counter argument was oh. like, you couldn't just put like heavy Asian accent Because <laughs> <laughs> everybody else has already has a heavy right, right. accent. <laughs> heavy accent. Heavier. Right. I mean, how how do they portray those kinds of things when American movies go overseas and they have to do subtitles for everything when like a particular character is portrayed to be dumb and southern or something when they're like in New York, right? Like that, it it totally tracks. They, I would absolutely believe that they would do something like that. I don't remember seeing it. It's so interesting. (laughs) Yeah, the first time I noticed it, I was like, "Is that? Wait, did I just see that?" (laughs) This is what happens when you have to read your movies. Learn Japanese first, okay? <laughs> that's that's the, that's what I'm taking away from yeah. this conversation. Thank you. You'll enjoy it better. I, it, it did trip me out, like uh, how much uh, English was in the movie, though. It, you know, for a foreign language film, like the one cut of the oh, dead yeah. is spelled out. Like all of them are wearing the t-shirts yeah. in English. Yeah, that's that's Uh-oh. a good point. Yeah. I was like, what they, English? They know marketing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was crazy. That was tripping me out. And then, like, the Japanese would be under that. And even, like, their uh, the casting sheets. It was A lot of it was English, and the names were in English, and then the Japanese kaiji was underneath it. So one of the things that I think is actually really interesting is how much American media and movies impacts the rest of the world because I'm actually getting 
uh, I'm in France right now, and I have so many people going, thank God you're American and not British, because I can understand you, because you sound like all my TV shows. Oh, oh my God. Cool. Wow. <laughs> all my TV shows. Holy shit. <laughs> there you go, yeah. Britain. Nobody watches your shows outside <laughs> of the UK. <laughs> I watch some of them. No, but I just think uh, it's interesting. Across the pond. It's interesting how much English comes through. That. Like, because I, I, I assume that other countries, France and Japan, produce their own uh, TV shows, their own movies, their own everything. Yeah. But yeah, still, sure. there's still a significant amount of English that just comes through from our media. And I don't think that we as Americans understand how pervasive that is. I, hmm. it's, it's very. Uh, a little, it's a little shocking to 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 notice English phrases and just English in kind of places it shouldn't be. We're the gold standard, Kristen. Uh, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> We're definitely the standard. Gold word. I don't We're think the standard. <laughs> My standards are low. <laughs> Speaking of low standards, should we watch this trailer? Oh. Heyo. All right, all right. Let's take a break. Let's play the trailer for Shinji Shihiro's Ueda's One Cut of the Dead. I hope I'm, I'm not pronouncing that right. Anyway. ゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾンビものでゾン
Yeah. Well, that that poor nerdy guy kept losing all his scenes too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right. And then he gets puked on. <laughs> and he's like, "What is this liquid? Oh no!" Oh god, I felt for him even more the second time. Fuck. <laughs> D- dude, when when in the in the table read when the DP's there just drinking, I was like, "Yeah, hell yeah." <laughs> <laughs> Keeps oh, my hands I'm shaking. shaking hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's he? Yeah, he he needs to be drinking. What, what are you doing at the table read, anyways, man? No. Well, no, he was he was the ta- the DP character. Oh, yeah, he was, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. an actor playing a DP. No, Aren't we DP. all? I mean, yeah. <laughs> Feels like it sometimes. I'm not a director of photography. I just play one on TV. What, I wanted to correct myself real quick. Um, it was six takes, not four takes. Oh damn! Six takes, still in impressive. Seven minutes, yeah. Can you imagine like getting almost through it, and then it's your your fault that we got to go back and do it all over? Yeah. Like God, dude. Yeah. So everybody feels no, that fucking pressure. Yeah, because like, I fuck. wonder how much of this was just exactly like the movie, because it is one cut, and so you can't like it, it. Wouldn't just be your fault that you messed up. It would be your fault for messing up, and everyone else's for not being able to catch you and work with it. And yeah, with it. yeah. But then they go back and they show why some of those things like were how they were. So do you think that they okay. like shot this thing out, and then they're like, okay, <laughs> yeah. So these are the fuck yeah. up moments. So we need to yeah. we need to cover these moments. A hundred percent. I was just gonna say the same thing. I think that's exactly what fucking happened. Because they repeat that shit word for word. I mean, it's not like, I mean, at least the subtitles. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, yeah, we right, don't know right. what they're saying. Yeah. Right. <laughs> According to the subtitles, this is accurate. It's all a lie. <laughs> this, uh, this reminded me a lot of when I was younger and part of one of the things that I really wanted to, I, I never watched soap operas, but uh, there's soap opera week in New York. And uh, I loved watching this shit on TV. And basically, during this week, they, uh, I don't know if it's all this above board. I actually don't know. But the ones who are participating, at least, shoot everything live. And so oh, wow. I loved watching the behind the scenes of it. That's cool. Because yeah. you could see everyone like running to their next <laughs> Freaking location. Freaking the fuck out. Yeah. All yeah. the hair and makeup trying to like do everything. And, and yeah. yeah, like sometimes you didn't make it. And what <laughs> do you do? And how do you keep going? Because it's, it's all live. And, and so. This actually reminded me a lot of that, and I think it would be so much fun to do a live show like this. Maybe not. I don't know, but you have to. You have to go with it. I think that speaks to, uh, you know, your ability to adapt and be flexible and still make art. It's very theater. Art. Yeah, it is very theater. Uh, but not. It's not theater because theater is obviously very rehearsed and done and you're not really adapting as much i i have done theater and when things don't go according to plan uh the show can kind of like pause and people do get very upset and there's there's a lot of room there's not much room for error i should say there's not much room Hmm. for um Hmm. yeah yeah let me take Uh, that again yeah, <laughs> You're right, I mean, right, they, right. they may not. Uh, they may not, uh, you know, do another take on stage. But they, but that's because they've rehearsed it for months. Can you imagine months. somebody doing that on stage? Oh wait, oh, oh, oh sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, let, me, let me do that again. Hey, hey, everybody, just forget the last like three minutes. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. I'm sorry. Okay, I lost my and, train of thought. Let me take that again. Uh, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> oh, 
I'm in the play. I'm totally in it. You're oh, what, selling me. It, it, what's, it's, it's in Hook. It's awfully sweet of you. <laughs> Louder. Louder. <laughs> Have they actually done something like this? I know they've done like uh, TV shows and they've, they've done like a live broadcast. But have they done something like in one take? Has that ever been done? A single take live broadcast TV show? No, I've I I can't think of anything. Well, I mean, besides like a variety show or something that has like that's still a stage show. But you're talking about like something that moves. They still have multiple cameras though. Yeah, yeah. Because like, didn't ER do this? ER did that one season. Yeah, they had they had a couple live. It wasn't one cut though. No, it wasn't one. Yeah, Yeah, no, no, they were switching all the time. Yeah. Uh, and did, didn't Scrubs do one? Or am, am oh, I just I no thinking idea. of like fucking ER again? <laughs> You're probably thinking of ER again. Honestly. All right, okay. <laughs> yeah. Tonight on a very special Scrubs. <laughs> Thank you, Zach. <Zach-Man. laughs> Eagle! <laughs> oh, Radio Land, if you could see Brian's face. I don't get that reference. <laughs> you will one day. The fuck I will. Uh, Dude, we're, we're, we're old men on our rocket chairs on the front porch talking about the weather. I'm going to sit you down and we're going to hold hands and watch all the scripts. Yeah, that's because I have fucking dementia and I forgot who Zach Braff is. <laughs> you, and you're like, you know what, Jared? This is actually pretty good. <laughs> I like this fella. And then I go look up and I'm like, he did what? <laughs> on Kickstarter? He's a millionaire. <laughs> it's not for you. Kickstarter's for everyone. Never fails to amaze. Just rubs me the wrong way. If that guy can't get... So this whole movie was shot in eight days. Not not just like the six takes of the 37-minute one cut. Like the entire movie was an eight-day film. Oh, I have no idea what the entire the sh- entire shoot day was. The uh, six takes were done over two days. I think I saw that on Wikipedia, so I don't... You know, how much do you trust Wikipedia? Mm. I mean, there's... Okay, there's there's the home living room ish location. There's the the table read. There's the TV studio. Uh, there's the the actual like venue place where the where the producer talks to the director guy. That's I mean that that's a fair number of locations, right? There's more than that. More I than mean, that though. Yeah, there's I the where there's like the shooting could... that TV spot and all that other stuff. Yeah. Look, look, this is not. There's not. Oh, this is not like well lit. This is not like well shot. That's true. This is not anything. That's true. I, I think you could easily shoot this in eight days. <laughs> well, they only had I think, twenty-five yeah. grand, so you have to do it. Yeah, quickly. I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, they okay. only have a small amount of money too, and they made like what eight hundred and fifty thousand back, Brian. Off of twenty-five grand? No, twenty-seven point five million. What? Oh, okay, never mind. Or three point twelve billion yen. What? Amazing. Yeah. yeah. They made $27 million off of a $27,000 well, movie? Yep. Because I think they somewhat, they submitted it to a story. film festival, and like it was like audience favorite, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. Uh, I've read something or heard something about it having 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Is that still true? We are not there yet, Mike. Yeah. Shut the fuck up, Mike. <laughs> but yes, yes, it is true. Good. Brian, you can cut this. Brian, cut. No, I'm going to leave it in. <laughs> I'd like to uh, point out that you can buy the camera that they did the long take uh, for uh, $1,000. Which camera um, was it? <laughs> it looked like shit. 
Yeah, it's like the, the actual uh, camera or the one that they showed being oh, shot. Yes, no, it, no, they, it was all, that one. was the camera. Uh, it, it's the Sony uh, HXRNX100, and then the rest of it was shot on the uh, Sony A7R2, which is a fucking DSLR. A7R2? Yes. With, like the rest uh, of the fucking movie was that yes. was their A camera, the A7R2. Yes, and that's that's with actually with uh, Compact Primes CP2s. Holy shit! Wow. Oh, CP2s. That explains why it all looks gross. Yeah. So, hey, man, what do you expect for twenty five grand? I mean, yeah, no, but like an A7R2, like that. That I did not expect that to be so. Their, yeah. Wow. It's impressive that that they shot on that like Sony Handycam, uh, and it's they're doing some kind of like. Complex focus stuff, and even like uh, like uh, racking the iris, uh, going in indoors and outdoors. They were doing things like surely they didn't uh, have it set that, on auto. No, dude, that struck me very much as auto. Like the, really? the way that the way that those exposure racks happened. That was, I mean, maybe they just he just had like an iris on the thing that he was turning. I don't know what the, the you know they were shooting controls but, on this shitty camera. Yeah, is, but I didn't see any focus things that were great. Like every time they smash zoomed in and like got really really close it was always focused behind them yeah but they were doing they dollies were and stuff and it seemed pretty solid yeah yeah they were what Brian? they were speeding those moments up too yeah like every time the door opened they went inside and outside uh except for like the very very beginning um when the first zombie attack happens like most of the, all that stuff sped up you can really see it when she's going into the uh warehouse or whatever the mm-hmm. little shack where they tell her to go pick up oh, the axe yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. all sped up. And there's moments too where you can see where they've uh, done something to take the shake out of the camera because there'll be motion blur and the image is pretty stable. So I mean, they're doing a lot of stuff in, in post to make it a little bit more watchable. Yeah, I think a lot of that gets hidden through that. Just like I mean, it's it's a low quality codec in the first place, obviously, but it's also like extremely contrasty and heavy saturation and a lot of noise. And it's like it's indicative of like a shitty camera. But I I, I felt like I saw more things added to it for the sake of like, oh no, we did a color grade on this like shitty camera codec. Well, when they you went know? back, like the first time you watch it, you know, and then when they go back, they add that effect on it, so you can tell what's like between the things. But the first time you watch it, all has a very consistent look. Well, well, okay, yeah, no, the first time you, the the full thirty seven take, thirty seven yeah. minute uncut, like that that has a specific look. But that's what I'm talking about. Like that that has a like shitty shitty camera kind of look to it in terms of like the way the contrast and the extra sharpness and like there's not a lot of like detail and in, in things you see smearing and stuff um but also like it's a very heavy handed color grade like somebody cranked that fucking saturation knob and oh yeah did, of course you know didn't know how to like desaturate shadows or highlights to make it not look fucking video you know or or they leaned into it and they're like yeah this is this is the color grade that we want it to look like because it did if it, it felt like amateur low budget horror which is what it was trying to be so you know so i just I looked it up accomplished. it has multiple like focus and uh like uh knobs on it but they're all you could set them to do different things so they could set one to do iris so they could yeah. have done an iris pull uh they could set the camera to do that but i don't know if that's the way they did it or not i i, I mean having operated on small run around cameras like that with a single fixed lens that has a zoom right like they're usually they have focus iris you know, and zoom all on the lens. So, like, I'm sure the camera operator could uh, adjust those things. Uh, what I didn't see in the actual BTS at the very end of the movie was like 
a focus wheel or an iris wheel or anything like that mm. for some AC to pull that. I, I think oh, that was no, all. That, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I think that was all the camera doing either autofocus things or the DP that was, or the camera operator just actually doing that shit himself. Can you imagine, dude? <laughs> 37 yeah. minutes. That's why when they get to that spot, yeah. he's like, give me four waters. Yeah. What a badass. <laughs> but the camera's a fucking toy. So it's, oh, yeah. It's like, no. That's like a eight pound camera. Yeah. yeah I walk yeah. around with th- four times that for 12 hours. Hours a day, all the time. Like you know, if this person is worth their salt, like they know how to do this shit. Which was actually one of the interesting things about how how they made it so that four point six pounds. Sorry. (laughs) Oh my god! Even better. Even fucking better. Yeah. Amazing. But like, I I love how they 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 changed camera operators. Right. Like like when the guy is supposed to like like she's the girl saying, "Oh, you should do the zoom thing, and that'll be cool," and then. He falls over, and that's why the camera's in the grass, and then she picks it up. The actual movie was shot by the same person, and they just yeah. switched the style, and I, I find that fucking brilliant, and I love that they show you that at the end of the movie. It shows you that everything was thought out. Yeah, yeah. Which makes it more appreciable, honestly. Yeah. They're like, we make you hate this so you could love it. <laughs> it's like they're purposely making all this, all the amateur mistakes. Like, Do you think when they were making this they were actual mistakes or do you think they were like i remember this one time this shit happened and they're like okay cool let's do that okay you've got one too let's do that awesome i'd like to think that i mean it's a little bit of both right like they actually do need some of that time to do the prep right right for right. some of it and then also like <laughs> you know you're able to work those comedic bits in there too as well so it's i don't know it's what that works just sounds the movie's like all favor. the yeah, no, out. that sounds like all the fucking departments being like, this is how long that's going to take. And they're like, cool, can you do it a little bit faster? And they're like, yes. Can you make a joke out of it? And they're like, fuck yeah, we can. And they give you the time that you need to actually do the thing. <laughs> yeah, like that fucking like axe in the head thing. <laughs> and, and they're just sticking on the shot of the girl like she's like yeah. holding onto that scaffolding. And then when, oh it, the first God. time I saw that, I'm like, oh, it's an interesting take. You know, she's like, obviously, there's something going off screen. You know, right. like you're, right. you're building she in your head what's happening. Into the yeah. camera. Yeah. <laughs> she's screaming, and it's just like, it's wait, so what? fucking. What's going on? Yeah. Like, wait, what's happening here? Yeah. Bouncing back and forth. And you're like, okay, they are definitely doing a fuck ton of Yeah, but it started to make right sense now. in my head. I was like, all right, I'm yep. getting it. I'm getting it. I'm seeing what they're doing. Yeah, this is fucking art, bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is stalling. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes no sense because uh, the lady pops up at the end, and then the boyfriend gets cu- uh, thrown off screen, and you're just like, "What the fuck? It- what the fuck?" And, and it never Dude, returns. But when that Wait, girl steps what? up and so she's great. covered in blood after she kills the director, that's badass. That, that looks so good. It like, does. It yeah, does. just the way it's like around her eyes, super scary. Yeah, I like, I like the mom when she's like, uh, "Oh, I am calm, dead calm." <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> like her makeup and her fucking like she's her eyes are so fucking yeah, huge, dude. Bro, she's wide open. She's so hard. Shit. I really loved the makeup in this. It was it was like there was even like a moment where um, the main actress is like when she's like taking a moment by herself and she's like hiding and you lean down and you're like oh my god she's been bit and then she just peels it off because it's oh yeah (laughs) um i thought there were so many really great moments with the makeup it all looked really really good and even at the beginning when you first see their makeup and you're like wow that looks so bad (laughs) it actually yeah it actually works with the way that they're shooting it it looks Really good, and the blood. Uh, the blood. I think my favorite was 
and my favorite thing to hate, I guess, was when she was getting shot with the blood when she was oh yeah axe. God, the whole time I was like, I would, I would hate this. I would hate everything about this. <laughs> From it the perspective really of the actor or yeah. of the yeah. person, like doing uh, the both? blowing through the fucking tube, both. or all of both. The- <laughs> yeah, could you imagine getting yeah. sprayed in the face with like whatever they were using? I don't know what they're using for blood, but yeah, well, that, yeah. that, that, that scene. Yeah, the blood looks great. That scene where we're in like a doorway and we're outside and the girl like runs in with the tube and she blows blood up to the camera and they slide oh, yeah. the dummy in. But just how quick all that is and it's just like and you're remembering the scene of how it played out and you're like, holy shit. I, I just, I love that behind the scenes look. And then even like diving under the camera and shit. So oh my God, it. I fucking like, love that <laughs> shit. Yeah. Which, which made me love even more when they go to the actual BTS at the very end of the movie and you see the It's the, the BTS. same thing. It's the same thing, and you see them yes. doing all this shit, and then the fucking BTS camera guy like dives out of the way when they're running through the field part, where he's like, yes. "Oh, now they've got to do the whip pan," and he's they recognize that they're in the way, so he's, literally you see him fucking jump six feet. I love it. Yeah, super great. All right, we talked about the camera work, so now we have to ask the question: Is this movie a love letter to the oneer, or is it throwing shade at it? I couldn't, I, man, I couldn't tell. Wow, what? Wow. Who is positing this question, Brian? I was thinking uh, about it uh, the entire time. Yeah, I was thinking about it the entire time <laughs> I was watching the movie. I was like, clearly, like, they're like, look, this is why you don't do something in one shot. This is a stupid gimmick idea. Like, the filmmaker <laughs> yeah. says that himself. Yeah. yeah, that's fair. Right? That's fair, yeah. But then at the same time, He's the like, movie has hilarious. such a love and admiration for the, the, just the general idea, you know? That when you get to the end of it, I was like, you know, when this movie started, I was like, ah, they're throwing shade at the wonder. They're making fun of you fuckers uh, fucking wanting to do things in all these long takes. But at the end, I was, I don't know. Okay, I think you can have um, a lot of feels, yes, and nostalgia and appreciation for something that's not good. <laughs> okay, so Christian's saying wow. both. Yeah, yeah, wow. Wow. Yeah. Alan Quarterman in Lost City of Gold. Nostalgia right here, and appreciation for something that's not good. Yeah. Can I get that on a t shirt? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I th- I think the idea of doing like one shot takes are is something that you really aspire to when you are young and you haven't really done them and, <laughs> and you I don't think the viewer cares first of all uh, if the viewer is looking out for them um, I don't know that they appreciate them I think that is very strictly something that we all experience. When we're young, trying to do something, and uh, yeah, it doesn't mean we should keep doing it. I don't think this we need to bring it back or anything. It breaks a fundamental rule that we're trying to be uh, the invisible art, where you shouldn't really recognize the camera. And if you're bringing attention to the camera, it, uh, and you're like, "Look how cool we are," then that's its own thing. So, like, if it serves a story in a certain way, like in a John Wick style, like we're gonna do, you know, crazy camera shit that, that's long take stuff. Or like in 1917, you know, like where they actually did the entire film to make it feel like it's a or, or which other felt, Birdman, which felt appropriate and good. Birdman felt like a fucking gimmick. 1917 felt like it was actually like well yeah. thought out and well executed. But 1917 starts to become a little little laborious as well, though. Like, you're like, all right, yeah. Now, now the it's like it's like fuck, man. Fucking place on fire. Yeah. It has its moments. Yeah, no, for yeah, sure. I'm saying, yeah, but like, well, you know, like, like it, it is a fuck, gimmick. And okay, it, it cool. feels yeah, like about whatever. halfway through that, like, fuck, man, we're going to have to get through this whole thing like this, huh? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's right after that plane crash. It's like, oh, okay, I'm done. 
I can totally yeah. turn this movie off right now. Yeah. And, yeah. I have at that point, actually. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the but moment no, when I mean, you're watching the theater. You're like, I'm going to go get some popcorn. It's not a matter of if we could. It's if we should. <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> but, I mean, 1917's done at high high art. You know, like trying to make that as, as like interesting and, and to serve the story and, and create tone and all that. Uh, and Birdman, somewhat the same, right? But this one, you know, it, 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 it fits, you know, the, the ridiculousness of it. And, and also that it's fucking with your expectations of it. it, it it's it's oh, playing it's a joke on you. For sure. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. It, it sets you, it's, it's like, it's like we, we know we're giving you something bad, but we're going to make it worth it, you know, which is amazing. It's not that they're making it worth it. It's that they're making you appreciate why it's bad, <laughs> right? Like they give you an emotional, like connected reason to to appreciate the shittiness, which most movies never yep. have the balls to do. Because that is like a different yeah. level of meta that I really appreciate on this. Well, it kind of shows you like sometimes these short films that you watch or these these movies you watch, you're like, "Fuck, man, this is terrible." You know what? These motherfuckers were busting their ass, and this is the best right? they could get for what they had. So yeah, it, it kind of like it puts perspective on things. Okay, so you're saying every shitty fucking goddamn short film just needs to do <laughs> a making of, yeah, and put that at the end. I think I think even Spielberg's uh... like every film has some redeemable quality because even getting it done is 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 you know a thing you know. So fuck yeah, man! Kudos to you. If you can ever get anything made, good. Let's just try to like do better next time. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, creativity <laughs> is important and do your art kind of thing. But also, if your BTS is uh, more entertaining than your film, <laughs> you should maybe not. Yeah. Like, calling you out, Lord of the Rings. Fucking calling Holy you out, Lord of the fuck. Rings. Don't talk about Lord of the Rings when you're actually trying to save the Hobbit, fucker. <laughs> no, because those uh, behind the scenes were shit. <laughs> they no, it's man. Computer crap. It was garbage. Yeah, that fucking. Uh, Lord of the Rings extended edition fucking appendices and all that shit is absolutely phenomenal and it, I, I like it better than watching the movies. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come the fuck, fuck on, you, bro. Those are the best fucking fantasy movies ever. The best fucking fa- fantasy movies ever. Because <laughs> all fucking fantasy movies are boring. Sorry. Yeah, they are. All right. Um, are we at ratings? Anybody got anything else? like it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Who's going first? Who's rating one cut of the dead? All right, nobody's going. I'm going to go ahead and go first. Um, giving it a 10. This is a, uh, you know, like when when your story is good, your actors are good, you know, like are, are they great? No, but they are like perfect for what they need to be. The, the sets, are they perfect? No. But you know what? I Like even that white barren uh, table read, like the walls are just so white. I was like, oh, this is this is just what table reads are like. White rooms with fluorescent lighting. <laughs> gross. So and a baby gross. crying. Right, yeah. Well, I don't know about that. Oh, my God. Woman, get that kid out of here. What are you doing? I, lo- I like the one guy is like, hitting on her. He's like, oh, oh, what's up, girl? Oh, she fucks. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, yeah, it's just, it, it, it makes you fall in love with... Um, with low budget filmmaking, it's it's a good movie. It almost makes you like tear up at the end. I, I did tear up at the yeah. end. Um, yeah. Almost dropped the tear. Down almost the dropped cheap. it. Damn. Almost. Someone, was someone there to catch you? 
If if you fall, will they catch you? I I guess my pants would catch it. I don't. No, no man. There's there's there, there's, there, there's a mattress down there to catch him. You just oh it's just God. out of frame. Don't worry. <laughs> Wait, what? There's a, I'm not. I, no, it's just a tear. It's not me. Uh, all right. Okay. This is going on too long. Um. Yeah. Ten. Who's going next? I I will also second that with a ten. This movie makes me love uh, movies. Um. <laughs> like yeah. But by, by the time that. Like I said, I went through the full range of motion. Why am I watching this terrible film? Oh my God, this is so clever. Look at this. <laughs> big smile, big smile. Wrap up, tear. Amazing. Um, yeah, dude. This, this movie... <laughs> this movie Quite makes me... the uh, fucking journey and we just yes, went on. I, I you, know, Jared. right? Thank you. Yes. Thank you you, you, as I was saying that, you were, you were living it again. Yeah, yeah man. Just this, saw the, the whole movie. This is a super fucking fun movie. As soon as I finished watching it, I uh, reached out to all my uh, filmmaker friends and was like, you need to watch this. Uh, just get past the first 37 minutes, and uh, you'll have a giant smile on your face, too. All right. Two tins. Who's going next? See, I would contend with this idea that you need to get past the first 37 minutes because I feel like that is the movie, and the rest of the movie is the movie telling the audience that like you need to appreciate the shit that goes into what you watch. <laughs> Um, in a way that feels like both inviting into the filmmaking process and celebrating of said filmmaking process. That being said, I'm going to give this movie a nine. I think it does a lot of wonderful things, but I can't get past the fact that this movie would have seriously benefited benefited from some actual fucking budget. I feel the $25,000 fucking price tag and the eight days in there that they're shooting it. Like I, I felt that like I, I was, I was giving in a little bit of a pass for the, the one take um, because I spent the entire thing thinking like, is this the whole movie? I don't know. What what are we doing here? And then just kind of like watching all of the moments happen. I appreciated as the story unfolded, that being like a thing that caused me as the audience to be invested but at the same time, like as soon as we went to like, oh, here's the movie of how they're making the thing, I I, I noticed the lighting again. I noticed the where the, what the camera looked like. I noticed how skin tones interacted with said lighting and said camera and lens and choice. You know all that kind of stuff. Like I I felt the filmmaking within the film part of the thing more than I think the movie wanted me to. Um, for a movie that is as meta as this is about filmmaking. I think when they when they jumped to the actual behind the scenes movie part, like it could have like they just they needed a nicer camera. They needed a better lens. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They they needed a little bit more time to fucking light these sets so that they felt more realistic and natural. because um, they felt like sets. The 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 living room thing where the family was felt like a fucking set. The the table read felt like a fucking set. You know what I'm saying? And it, that's not a bad thing, but I can't give this movie a perfect score because I th- I think it it yeah it, it's the classic quintessential indie movie struggle. Hold up, if stop, I stop, stop. A little stop. bit more budget. You think that a twenty five thousand dollar movie? <laughs> you think they built fucking sets? All right, well they they maybe they had a real place, but Hold, they didn't fucking know how to light it. Yeah, no, like the, that that room is so tiny. You think they built a tiny little closet? Like what? No, I mean, come on. This the, is, these the are all camera perspective. Right? No, the camera perspective is like, uh, well, uh, maybe maybe they had a fucking ace. Like if they shot this on the A seven R two and then put like a tiny ass lens at the end of a fucking like tiny little room, like maybe. But I don't know. It's not a perfect movie because it, it suffers under its own weight of, of not having all the resources and the things that could have made it better. 
I, I failed some of the amateur places where it didn't want it to be that way. And it was a great journey. I love the script. I love the way that they they made this thing into this meta commentary on filmmaking. It's just not a, it's not a perfect movie. Solid nine, incredibly worth watching. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I might watch it again someday. Maybe not because there's vomiting zombies and that's gross. But you know, <laughs> they're alcoholics. Okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> miss the potato head to you. <laughs> All right, Kristen, wrap us out. Yeah, I think the part that I struggle with the most is that, yeah, the first part of the movie is not good. And when you watch the second part of the movie, now you can appreciate it. And so when you go back and rewatch it, you like the first part of the movie, not because it's any better, but because you understand what the filmmakers have gone through. And so from that point of view, it's actually very interesting what they did. I I think what they did here is so interesting and so well done and um, not something that I've really, I don't think I've seen anything kind of like this before. Not, not that was this well done at least. Um, But that being said, yeah, the movie that they made is not good. (laughs) (laughs) And, it's not. It has elements that are good. It has, but a lot of, I was laughing at a lot of stuff that was not funny. It's supposed to be funny. Um, right, right. And I was, you know, horrified at other things that I don't think were supposed to be horrifying. Um, <laughs> and I was disgusted by the zombies. And, um, you know, they didn't have a wardrobe person in their film, which makes sense because the whole time, all I could think about was how horrifying it would be to keep continuity with all the blood stains <laughs> um, going from scene to scene. And so I'm actually very – I wish they did have a wardrobe person because I'm very curious <laughs> how they shot this. Um, but, it, you know, for the behind the scenes, if you're only doing one take, one cut, you know, then I guess it wouldn't be as important um, but they, I mean, they didn't, they shot it over eight days, but you know, listen, I feel that way about a lot of, a lot of, a lot of the, um, a lot of the positions here. I, I, anyway, I don't know. It's definitely worth watching. It's definitely worth watching multiple times. I watched it multiple times, uh, because that's, how you, but you appreciate it more and more, the more you see it. And I think that's actually very clever, especially from a marketing point of view, mm. you know, get people back. And in there and watching it. And then, then of course, the more you see it, the more you recognize it, the more you know what's going on, the more you you like it. But ultimately, yeah, the, the first the first part of the movie, the film that they made is garbage. And so anyway, I'm really struggling. Cause, and that's the other thing, too, is like you start the movie with the film like and you jump right in. Like when we started, when the movie started, I was like, did I miss part of it? Is something cut off? Like, what are we doing here? Like, it was just... going to watch all shitty movies this month? Yeah, like, no. what are we doing? Um, so, yeah. So I'm struggling. I'm struggling. I'm struggling with my rating because I appreciate so much about this. I guess... And, but it is so heartwarming also like like you do feel like amazing at the end of the movie it's very wholesome uh, but I uh, I, can't, I can't I'm gonna have to give so it an 8 something. sorry I have to give it an 8 <laughs> you motherfuckers are harsh let me tell you what they did this for 25,000 like what the fuck it's nothing come on like this is amazing. a miracle this is a miracle 
It is. It's amazing. I think it's great. I'm it's so happy watchable. for everyone. It is watchable. And I said you should watch it multiple times. I just said that it's, you know. An, an eight rating is incredibly watchable. I don't know what you're upset <laughs> about, Brian. That's still fresh, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> it should be the highest of fresh. Anyway, Jared. Brainy and bloody in equal measure, one cut of the dead reanimates the moribund zombie, zombie genre with a refreshing blend of formal, daring, and clever satire. Rotten Tomatoes brings in one cut of the dead as fresh with a 100% tomato meter. Fuck off. And an audience score of 86%. 100%? How, what, what, did all three critics? No, it's this? like 90. 97, yeah. Mike. 97. It's high. Because the motherfuckers <laughs> who know about film were like, fair play. Whatever. These motherfuckers <laughs> don't have heart. They're missing pieces of their heart. I know. You're, you're, you're broken. Both of you. You're both Briggs you, you is missing broken. 10% of his, Kristen 20%. <laughs> you fucking or Grinch maybe motherfuckers. I got that reversed. <laughs> okay, wait. So you're saying 97 people reviewed this movie at 100%. Yes. No, How no, many no. Of those that are just, just micro blogs. And it, uh, no, that just means they all gave it like a fresh rating. It, it would start to lower as there were rotten reviews. Yeah. Oh, so, like, okay. this would so, still be so it. The, like, critics- the four of us gave this a 100% fresh. Film. That's right, we did. Fuck yeah, so we you're did. saying that Rotten Tomatoes doesn't have an actual accurate kind of thing that can be. Come on, Mike, what do you expect? <laughs> it's numbers. So it's, it, math. It's, a, it's a thumbs up or thumbs down. There is no either or. It's 100%. This is a free up website. Thumbs down. So, no. <laughs> One of the smartest and funniest and sweetest zombie movies you will ever see. Ever see. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there was some review on Rotten Tomatoes that talked about the diarrhea because I was like, I don't know if I want to watch oh, this movie. Oh, my God. I sent an email. <laughs> <laughs> didn't you get my email? Wait, how many porta potties do you have? And how close are they together? <laughs> but they didn't call them porta potties, though. They called them uh, portalets. Portaloons no, or something like that, wasn't it? Mm, portalune. <laughs> it was something weird. It was a Canadian portalit. Hey, <laughs> got the portaloon. It's like, what Port- portable, uh, what, are the, what are the British called? Portalets? Portapotties? Portaloo? Portaloo. Portalinis? Oh, no, that's, that's for Napoleon. Italian. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a different movie, Brian. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, <sighs> All right, so with that, you've been listening to the Movie Crew Podcast. If you want to get in touch with us, you can do so by sending us an email to moviecrewpod at gmail.com. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram at moviecrewpod. Uh, Jared, where can they follow you? Uh, they can follow me on Instagram at CheckTheGate. Griggs, where can they follow you? I'm on Instagram at Griggsy Media. That's G-R-I-G-G-S-Y Media. And Kristen, where can they follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Kristen Magdalene. That's Kristen with a K and an I. And uh, you, you can follow me on uh, Twitter at uh, Elkins Edits. And we're going to close out the show tonight with... Um, Oh, man, yeah, I yep. don't know. Yeah, that, that one, one sounds good. Yeah, you know what? No, we're go- we're gonna close out the show with the guitar beat one. Um, I don't, <laughs> I don't really know what. The- oh, it's called Zombie Beat. It's track two from the soundtrack. Uh, one cut of the dead. This is from Shomo Ito. Sure, sure. I, look, right. we're, we're trying. Okay, are we? Mm-hmm. Did you Google that? <laughs> It's Ryan, speaker, but AI that can pronounce that. Enjoy. <laughs> <laughs>